Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Hello, Cheeseheads. Welcome to another episode of the Cheese Room Podcast. It's been a while. I've had a little break. We're getting demands from our patrons to get something out. And we've made some signings. There's some things to talk about at last. It actually feels quite nice being a Spurs fan. As I've regularly said in the past, summer is the best time because there's no football to let you down. <laughs> Joining me to discuss all of the uh, events of the past couple of weeks, all the way from South London, it's Mr. Paul Muir. How are you doing, mate? All right, mate. Testing one, two, one, two, one, two. Everything's still working all right. We've not done it for a little while. Yeah, um, yeah I'm good. It's, as you know, it's a lovely day in South London. It's a lovely day in London, excuse me. Uh, we watched a little bit of cricket, done a bit of work today. As you say, made some signings. So, um, yeah, bits and pieces to talk about. Good stuff. Also joining from up north, Mr. Seb Short. How you doing, mate? Yeah, I'm good. Um, I think my boys have finally adjusted to the fact there is no football. I think today's the first day that um, my littlest has not asked to look at Sky Sports, to look at the scores, not not the news stories. He likes looking at the scores. So he's been checking out Finnish leagues and Belarusian <laughs> leagues and everything else. And there is obviously still football. He's under 21s going on and all that. So, uh, yeah. Um, I'm starting now. It's been about four weeks, isn't it? So I am starting to 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 miss it a little bit. Weekends, you know, when it gets to Saturday, need some football. Yeah, I know what you mean. Right, where do we start? Let's start with some signings. Um, obviously, the manager. I don't think he's actually started yet. Was it? Is it the first of July? He's supposed to official start yeah. date. Officially starts first July, along with Mr. Munn. But it's quite clear that they've been doing a lot of work in the background. So yeah, but that's yeah. the official date. You're right. Yeah, first of July. Yeah, so he's not even in the room yet, and um, we've we've still got some players signed. I mean, the, we'll talk about the backroom staff because we made some a lot of moves there as well. It'll be quite interesting. Um, talk about that. So let's talk about uh, Vicario to start with. <sighs> a signing that has uh, quite polarizing, I suppose. Um, Seb, what do you think? It's a player that nobody really watches goalkeepers, let alone goalkeepers in like Syria, Syria B, Syria C, Syria D, or wherever he's been for the last couple of years. But by all accounts. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, from ex Italian uh, legend goalkeepers and everyone else seems to say he's had a really good season and he's a, a goalkeeper with bags of potential and ability. So is it a signing to be excited about? Yeah, I think it is. And actually, um, I was more excited after seeing his uh, his first interview because I mm. thought, bloody hell, he came across well. And I said yeah. to Paul and uh, others that I did a YouTube show with, um, one of my worries was, does he speak English? Well, yeah, he speaks better English than some of our English boys. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I thought he came across brilliant. Obviously, I've done what most Spurs fans have done and checked out the YouTube bits, obviously seen the treble save against Roma and all that, which I know doesn't doesn't really tell you much. But he played for Empoli and he got into the Italian squad. And I don't mm. think that's any, that's, that's no mean feat. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah. So, yeah, um, I think he's there. I think he's going to be number one. And um, he, he, he looks like he wants to hit the ground running and he, he, he's going to have to. It's a difficult one with uh, Donna Summer in front of him uh, and the Italian goal, isn't it, Paul? You know, yep. he, he's unlikely to take that because he's a world-class goalkeeper. But he's young, still 26. He's got plenty of games behind him, having come up through the leagues. So it's not like mm-hmm. he's kind of been sitting on the bench like a lot of goalkeepers do at that age. He's got experience right. and, you know, he's played in a, in a top level. And as well, I don't think goalkeeping is the sort of thing where it's different, so difficult to adjust to a pace or the sort of, you know, dynamism of a different league because essentially you're saving shots. Uh, he's meant to be quite good with the ball at his feet. You know, Lloris was terrible. Mm-hmm. You know, saving's good. I think, if anything, the one critique I've heard is that he's not the most dominant goalkeeper, sort of doesn't dominate his area that well. But what do you think about the signing? It's all right. I've, I've watched quite a bit of um, Syria this year because of a dogie and also Winks was over there with Sampdoria when he was fit and rearing to go and playing. Um, I quite liked it. I, I, yeah, as a guy, you, you're right. Donnarumma is he's going to be there for next five, six, seven, eight seasons. He's never going to play you know, much at the international level. But um, what I did see of him when Empoli played Budanese, he was good. Um, yeah, he, he's a very good passer. He's he's not. Yeah, he, he does that Italian goalie thing of like make himself square for like a centre back as an extra mm. centre back for somebody in possession. He's quite good, opens his body out, he's got some good angles um of, of sorry, angles of passing and ranges of, of passing as well. I think I just think it's gonna be it's gonna take a little while for us to get used to a goalie that's pretty good with as I said about Raya. Mm. And I thought we were buying Raya that with a ball at his feet. I think it's mm. gonna be um it's going to be a real new kind of like thing for us to get used to, but um, I'm fine with him when it when it real when it when it worked out that Raya Brentford are going to play hardball or the Brentford chairman was going to play hardball. Then seemingly though, we've been looking at this guy since like as I said, like the YouTube that uh, Seb's just uh, kind of like mentioned that uh, mm. found out the other night that he's been we've been looking at him since like December. This yeah. might have kind of like Don Paratici's fingerprints all over it. So yeah. Um, yeah. obviously, you know, somebody we were looking at, we've got him in. Decent, decent value, decent cost. Yeah, let's see what you can do. Mm. Well, this is it. We've gone back to the Italian league. Don Parra is supposed to be working on a consultancy basis, uh, but yeah. I'm sure that he, he was probably in a pipeline of players that had been identified. So, it, yeah, it, it doesn't surprise me at all. And the thing is, I think Spurs fans would have been happier with uh, Raya only because they know him. It's a name they've heard of, and there's this thing with. The type, you know, the, the club at the moment. If we get somebody that people haven't necessarily heard of, and it seems like it's our second choice, then it just gets said as like Levy trying to save money. But you know, mm. Brighton do this sort of thing: pick out players, they play for a season, turn out to be great, and everyone heralds Brighton's amazing transfer. So 
let's give it some time is what I'd say. I'm not going to, you know, I haven't seen enough of him, but I'm sure that he's a decent goalkeeper and that we needed someone in that position. So it's it's good that we've kind of got that out of the way to start with and now we can focus on other key areas. Just, can I just add, I, I one, one thing that I liked and that I think um, uh, it was the, the, the alignment with the manager. He said in his interview, Vicario, that he's had to fight for everything and that he's done, worked his way (laughs) up from the bottom. You know, he's played in all these different divisions, as you said earlier, much like Moss. And he said that he'd spoken to to Postacoglu and um, very, very kind of striking similarities and trajectories, if you like, in terms of career. Um, So, yeah, I, I, I really like what I saw. I had a good feeling about it. Yeah, like it's, it's difficult to judge at this stage, but the, the negativity, I haven't really been on Twitter too much because it's just boring at the moment, but it is this kind of negativity of people going, oh, it's a club signing. And then the guy's dad comes out and says, no, 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 he spoke to the manager, he spoke to this, spoke to that. So like, it's it's all in the background happening. And I, and I do firmly believe that Ange is involved in all this um, and he will be involved in all of the signings that we make this summer. I just think... Um, some fans just need to get a bit more positive and get behind the club at the moment. They need um, to look out the windows and look at life outside and go, do you know what? I might have to go and get some of that. That's what they need to do, get off Twitter. But yeah, honestly, all I've done is like three weeks without even really thinking about football too much. And I feel much more energised now. We're making some signings and I'm back on the Spurs bus. Um, you know, call me gullible and stupid all you want. But <laughs> that's what happens. That's what happens. Right, let's talk about the other signing. Um, only made yesterday, which has kind of prompted this pod. Madison, Paul, what do you think about that? We did talk about, uh, didn't we, sort of on one of our end of the season, in last game of the season pods, we were talking about the teams that are going down and who we could steal. And I'm sure Madison and potentially Barnes, who's also Barnes, been sort of yeah. touted as an approach there, um, they're players that w- that we probably would have had a look at. And Madison is is almost certainly the sort of um, the one the one player from Leicester that we needed in our team and, and would fit right in. Ticks loads of boxes, homegrown. He's going. He's got that creativity. His goals and assists per game are great. Talks really well. You know, has a relationship with some of the players. Kane, it seems like in particular. To me, it's just a good signing, and, and we've got him relatively cheap, haven't we? Yeah, we have, considering Leicester were asking for, I don't know, another 20, 25 million or whatever. And the uh, aforementioned people on Twitter were saying, just pay it, just pay it. What are you doing, Levy? Just pay it. And all that nonsense. And then we've um, realised that, yeah, soon, that today or tomorrow, I believe, is like the last day of the financial year for Leicester. They need to get, some, need to get some, something on the balance sheet. So we, we got him for 40 million, which yeah. is, um, yeah, he's a good player. Um, I'm, I'm, Never been his biggest fan, I must admit. I mm. kind of didn't like what he was saying about, like, you know, Bale and all that time back in the day. He, <laughs> he was 16, Paul. He was like, if, oh, if social media existed when I was 15 or 16, I would have come out with some nonsense. No, just let me die on this hill about his Twitter. <laughs> all right, that, that's it. All right. Um, and, but no, um, he's a good player. There's no getting away from it. He's a good player. Mm. Um, in and always going to play as an eight, isn't he? Um, and he's going he's to make things happen coming in. In off the left or the right, which is uh, which is good. Seb made a good point the other night on YouTube again about like he's going to link up with Kane. Mm-hmm. These guys are going to try and push for the Euros and stuff. Oh, sorry, Madison's going to try and push for the Euros he, if he if he strikes up a decent partnership with Kane this season. That is if Kane stays, obviously. Um, yeah, it's going to look good for him. So it, it, there's, there's loads of positives there as well. Um, yeah, it it it. it I, the best thing is that we got it done early, as you as you just said there. Mm. So yeah, he is a good signing, and um, considering other players going for 
the small kind of like GDP of small African nations at the moment and stuff like this. Yeah. It's, 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 yeah, money's money, but it's, it's good value. And, uh, yeah, he, he should make us better. And the thing is, I don't really see it as like a cut price option. Like Madison's a decent player. And I think a lot of teams would, would have him. I think the one thing is, and you might, um, agree with this, Seb, is that because he's not really been in the England fold too much, I don't know, he's got like two or three caps, hasn't he? And, I'll just look it up. Yeah, 2019 and 23. So he has recently got into the side again. But his, like I said, his goals and assists over the seasons have been good, but he's just not managed to sort of become an England regular. And I don't know whether that has sort of affected people's perception of him because I think he is probably an international quality player. Oh, I think so. I th- yeah, I definitely think he, think he is. Obviously, there was that issue that he had, didn't he, when he went on uh, uh, to a squad and... Um, I don't know if he was injured and then he was he was seen in a casino. I mean, it oh, doesn't yeah. really bother me, but it seemed to bother Southgate, I think, for a little bit. And then he had to work his work his way back in. Look, ten was it ten goals and nine assists last season? And I'm just looking yeah. at some stats now. He's well. There's a couple of things really. Um, chances created over the last five seasons in the Premier League. He's third. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's pretty that's pretty good. Assists. He's eighth. Shots, shots, he's fourth. This guy takes a lot of shots. Um, yeah. Goals, 19th over the last five seasons yeah. in the entire Premier League. I mean, that's they're, they're incredible stats. I can't remember the last time we signed a current England international. And I looked it up, actually. Do you know what the last one was? Kieran Tripper. Trippier. No, when we signed him, he wasn't in the in the England squad. Uh, it was Peter Crouch. Was it? Crouch, Crouch. Was it was. Do you know also, just this is just off subject, but interesting point. Do you know the last time we signed someone from Leicester? No. No, go on. We've never signed a player from Leicester City before. <laughs> they go the other way, don't they? Yeah, Not, they go yeah. the other way. We've okay. obviously signed the likes of Keller and players like that who've you know, played for played for both clubs or played before, but directly from Leicester City. It's the first time we've ever bought a player from Leicester. You know, there's talk of Winks going to Leicester now, isn't there? That's yeah, I think that's done, isn't it? Decent move. Yeah, that's pretty much done, I believe. Yeah, yeah I mean saying. that's a fairly good yeah. move for him, um, to be fair, and a pretty good move for them as well. And and uh, ten million is it's cheap in terms of going rate. I know a lot of Spurs fans would have driven him there. He, he's again another player who's quite polarizing. Winks has just scapegoated. The ankle injury really done him. And as I said, I watched Sam Dore a little bit earlier mm. last season. He, he was in and out of the team, and then he came in and he and he you know and they they got they they were down at the bottom of uh, Serra and he he played all right he played well and you know he didn't have a lot in front of him and recycled the ball I think they call him the tumble dryer or the washing machine because he recycles it he just keeps things turning around and stuff nah yeah wink, winks to less than 10 million is is good all around for everybody yeah. and you never know we might go back for Barnes um that, that still hasn't died I'd like Barnes I think Barnes I think Barnes Barnes would be good. He'd be another option. Hugs a hugs, hugs a touchline, which Ange likes his plastic. Well, looking at look, certainly looking at Celtic mm. is what he wants. Um, you know that that would be a good option. I think it would be a better wide option as a backup to Kulu than Richarlison, to be honest, because Richarlison he's crappy in build up. You've heard me say that fifteen or twenty times last last year or so. But yeah. I think a Barnes wide is better is, is better quality than Richarlison wide. So I, I wouldn't mind on, Barnes on the well, right on the right. Uh, or, the he, he, or the left, yeah, he, 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 either side for uh, for Harvey Barnes. I, I think he did. He, did he play left hand side? Yeah, so if, you, right so if you're moving him left, you no space for Brian Hill. Well, Brian Hill's going to yeah, be on the bench. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I know, he's just won a European trophy, but like he's not going to come straight back in. I don't think he's still still I got some proving. I thought he'd be back up to Son. I wouldn't want Son and Brian and 
Harvey Barnes and Richarlison. And, you know, the, the, I I don't, I can't see, well, I, I can only see us signing the, someone like Harvey Barnes or, or Jota, the, the lad from Celtic, if we, if we letting Brian Hill go, which we might well do. I'm not saying either way, but um, otherwise mm. I think there's too much, too much there for the three positions. I, I, completely, I completely forgot about Brian Hill. Sorry. <laughs> no, but it happens. Um, yeah, the, I don't know. There's, I think the thing is with Barnes and um, with Madison, obviously the homegrown element is is relatively important. Um, and I think that's it. They, they tick some boxes. Um, let's talk about potential outgoings then. The rumour of Kane to Bayern Munich. How are we feeling about that, Seb? What do you think? Any legs? Yeah, oh yeah, it's definitely got legs. Um I think that's uh, I think that's obvious. Um, there's a few mixed messages, and I think um, I read a few different things today. One thing said that he's he, he's commissioned a house build on the outskirts of West London, and that's alerted Chelsea. I don't know what that even, even <laughs> means. Um, no, and then there's, that's just that's just someone picking up on a tweet and going going with it. I think I think you might I be right. Anything. And then obviously it does appear that there is verbal agreement with Bayern. Um, with regards to personal personal terms, which I think kind of comes down to yes, I'm happy to go if you can agree it with with Spurs. Um, I don't think he'll do uh, um, what he did um, with regards to the Man City move a couple of years ago. For me, my heart says no chance. He'll stay for at least another year, and if it starts working out well, then then he'll, then he'll sign because he wants that Premier League record, and he's Tottenham, and all his family are Tottenham, and and everything else. But the head says you get 100 million quid for him. Mm. I think it, it it's not a no-brainer. That's that's too hard, but it's pretty hard to say no to a player who could leave you in in a year's time for nothing, and it's a hundred million quid. Um, my issue with with it is I don't we, we is that we're not being linked with anyone to replace him, um, which I would have expected by now. Even when the bail transfer happened before it went through and we all knew it was going to go through, there was already the talk of the players that we were going to be linked with, um, you know, as his, as his replacement and such. And there, there's nothing, there's nothing along those lines um, that we're not being linked with any striker. God knows who we'd, who we'd get in to replace him. I, I have no well, idea. He's already in the team and he's Brazilian. I think that's your answer, Seb. <laughs> I think he'd be, he'd be up the, in the middle, wouldn't he? You still need another one, wouldn't you? You still need to spend 50 million quid on a, Decent striker. Well, suppose when Charleston gets injured, who are you going to play then? You can't. Don't tell me, Son. His name's Dane Scarlett, and he's about fifteen. <laughs> he's been fifteen <laughs> for about twelve years. <laughs> oh, he's probably nineteen now. I think he is eighteen or nineteen, isn't he? But you know, he'll probably get some opportunities. I know that there's a few signals coming out that Ange is expected to utilise the youth system. Um, a bit more, which is not really a lot, is it? When you compare it to the previous managers, so. You never know whether he's going to get more game time. I can't. I'm, I'm kind of joking a bit. I don't think that's likely to happen this season. Do, but do you think Kane will go? I don't know. I mean, Redknapp came out and said no chance, which means there probably is a chance because Redknapp hasn't got a clue. Which <laughs> Redknapp? He, which Redknapp? Harry. Right. He was saying no chance, no chance. And he basically said he would you know, bet anything on it. He was confident. He said, he's, why is he going to want to move to Germany? I mean, Kane has got his missus pregnant again. Um 
But I don't really see that as a reason not buying or a bit like Man United. I bet they make everything. They just do everything for you. So you turn up and they're like, oh, here you go. We've got your house just like you asked for. Here's all your cars. Everything sorted out for you. I bet they make it so easy. So I don't necessarily buy that. Everyone will speak English to him. It's not like there'll be a language barrier. And we, we talked about this. What is a guaranteed way of getting trophies in the world? And Bayern Munich is, is one of the few, isn't it? Just, just He's, last season. Yeah, with, with with Harry Kane up front, I'd imagine he would he would do really well there. Mm. Is he good enough to get them a Champions League? Well, it's, it's not just that, is it? It's the fact that he, he basically has like two interesting league games a season, and the rest, like the German league, is uh, it's been good at times, but it's not in it's not in a great period at the moment, is it? And they're just, I, I I I can't see how that's the top option. The 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 the. Other clubs that have been linked with him in the past, Man United, obviously they're they're in a bit of disarray at the moment in the in the uh, higher echelons of the club, if you like. Real Madrid want Mbappe, mm. but if you Kane, uh, so this is this is why I think he could stay because I think at the moment Bayern Munich is probably the only option. Next mm. year, do PSG come into consideration? You know, that's an hour flight from from wherever you live. Even you could, you could even stay in London. Do Manchester United become an option? Do Real Madrid become an option again? Mm. You know, this is the thing. At the moment, Bayern is the only option. Um, I, I, I wouldn't. It's almost like a, um, a free pass, but not in a good way, isn't it, to go to, to Bayern Munich for that trophy? Is there any way we could loan mm. him for a year and then get him back? <laughs> if they want him, if they want him, they're going to have to pay a lot more than 60 million quid. I don't know, 70 million euros or include. I mean, that's just... You know, sixty million is like. Are you trying to tell me that even with a year left on his deal? I mean, it's exactly what we would try and do, though. Doesn't matter what we would try and do. <laughs> no, that, but that, that, it, doesn't, that it, doesn't mean anything. If you can, well, it does. If you can get Madison for forty, if you can get Madison for forty, he's got to be worth more than double that, hasn't he? Yeah. If if I know Declan's got a couple of years left on his deal and stuff, but if yeah, just. No, I mean, 60 million is, is not enough to even... It, it, yeah, the phone's going straight. The phone's not even getting picked up for that, I believe. Um, well, I don't think he'll go. I don't, I don't think he'll go. I think he'll stay. And I think he'll go for free, probably to United next season. And I've mm. said that for uh, two years. I don't see anywhere else he can go. Um, he's not going to go to a Newcastle. He's certainly not going to go to a City unless a, the Real Madrid don't get Mbappe. Then Mbappe might go for Haaland. Or they might go for Kane. I don't know, but I think Kane will be here another season, and he'll go. I think you'll. I think you. Despite even even if even if we're like top five or six by Christmas, which I don't think we will be, and things are looking alright, I still don't think he'll stay. I think mm. he's seen too many false storms before, and you know his brother and his dad are saying to him like, you know, let's go some, let's go somewhere else. But if that is the case, and that is what the sort of talk is at Spurs, then I would be surprised if Levy doesn't try and sell him. If that's the case. Because you know, in losing out on even sixty million pounds, when you could use that to replace him, as opposed to what he's going to do for us this season, I don't know. What if he, he fires you back into the Champions League? Oh no, I, I would still keep him, but I just think if you look at it from a pragmatic business sense, um, oh. yeah, I mean, Champions League is worth that much. That is true. Yeah. Potentially, there you go. So that's the, the, and I think that's what they'll do. And I think you know, Levy can turn around and say, to him, look, "Look, this is what we've done. If we get these centre backs that we're after, if we get rid of the deadwood, and there's more money there, and Ange starts to work his, his magic, and we are by March, April next year, but it's too late for him to sign. He, he's, he's headed already been gone to a new club by then. But mm. I, I think I think keeping Kane and and building around him for this season and trying to get us back in the Champions League, that's worth 
what you'd lose. Don't is any any chance of a new contract being signed at all then? I doubt it now, Seb. I really do doubt it now. I think it, I think it, I think it. The only thing that's going to change Harry's mind is if like we are something like top or second by Christmas, and we've like, we've clicked, and Son and him have clicked again, which might happen. But I doubt it. I, I think it's too late for him to sign any deal. That's what my head says. Mm. I think you're probably right. I think he would have done it by now. I think that's what I said in previous pods. It does feel like he's going to leave, but yeah, if, whether it's for nothing or whether it's for 60, 70 million, we'll, we'll wait and see. I'd be, I mean, Bayern is probably the, the least um, gutting move for us, isn't it? We've got real, uh, no real beef with them whatsoever. He goes to the German league, oh. scores some goals there, whatever. So I'd much prefer that to Man United, but yeah, preference is still to keep him. Um, another player that's that's been sort of touted about leaving today, uh, Hoybier, uh, moved to Atletico Madrid. Um, I think this is one that, again, a lot of fans won't really care too much about. And I think in terms of the way the system works and the, the terms of the dynamism that's expected from those mid, midfield players, the ability to turn, drive, I don't really see that from Hoybier. Um, you know, he, he's not produced that. And I think when you've got Bissouma, and you've got Bentoncourt, those players I think can can cut it in this system. And now Madison, another player who's pretty good on the ball. What, what would you feel about that, Seb, before we be left? It's a hard one, that, because I, he gives a lot for me. Um, mm. I, I think he's almost a victim of um, the typecast role that he's been asked to play under various managers. Um, you know what you, you know what he can do for you as a manager, um, which is not the basic stuff that's a little bit too too harsh but you know you know what I'm trying to say in that mm. he, he he's been kind of put into this um very kind of steady eddy role um we we pick it apart regularly in terms of you know I've, I've picked him apart in terms of the way he receives the ball he receives his ball facing the wrong way he does never never picks it up on the half turn and looks forward um for me it's a if he if he goes and it looks like looks like it's a possibility, it's a clearing out of the old guard type move. You know, it, it's, it's this is this is a momentum shift and a um, you know almost like wiping a slate clean. And do you kind of move on the guy that is probably most closely linked with the style of play that we've seen under the last two managers? And that would be Hoybier. So I can I can see the reason for, for for doing it. You kind of take out that mentality almost straight away in one foul swoop. You know your guy at the fulcrum of the pitch is that that has received the ball in the way that we don't want to receive the ball anymore is gone. So yeah. you know we haven't got to retrain him or retrain it. We just move him on and we get someone else in to do that role, but in the way that Ange is going to want to do it, which is forward thinking. Yeah, and I think we've we've said that both Skip and Saar are probably capable, and they're still young enough to be coached into it. But I think they're both better on the ball than Hoybier. Um, I think it will see someone else come in as well. I think we'll be looking for someone else if he goes. Yeah, you're quite possibly right. Um, he's played he's played 43 games this season, and he's played a total of 3,763 minutes. Four four for Denmark in the Euros. He's played 35 times in the Premier League. He's played four at the World sorry three at the World Cup. Uh, 270 minutes, three, four games, and he played one game in the FA Cup. And I think they probably the same this season before and season before that as well. You've got an engine. Um, yeah, we've overplayed him. 
Um, the only person who's played more game, more minutes, obviously, is Kane. Yeah. Um, and sorry, Larice as well, but we don't really count Larice as out, out, outfield player, obviously. Um, yeah. Um, time for him to move on. I think. I think if Afato come in, Simeone, yeah, obviously plays quite a high press as well. But he likes to play like controlling football, and it, they're not really like hell for leather going mm. forward. It would probably suit him as well. Um, I think Saar and Skip. What seen a Skip so far in the twenty ones? He's done quite well in the Euros. Saar, I really, really like. I hope to see more of him this season. I think if twenty five, thirty million comes in for Oyberg, ciao. See you later. Thanks very much. Closed on yeah. the way out. That'd be fine. Yeah, no, I think I agree. He's like he's like we said, he's he's been an ever present in the last few seasons, and that's probably counts against him as much as it doesn't. But you can't fault his commitment. You can't uh, fault you no. know, his engine, and and he should yeah, he should be welcomed back every time he he, he comes. Um, I've got no hard feeling against Wobie, but I do feel like if we're changing manager like this, it's probably a good time for him to go. Mm-hmm. Um, just a quick on sort of a player that's linked to us at the moment, Mickey van der Ven. I don't really expect you to know anything about him because he's only really played one season of football at Wolfsburg. Um, but we do need um, some replacement centre-backs and <laughs> it doesn't really seem... Like today, Paul Torres, a player we're linked to, seems to be going to Villa. Um, Arsenal were linked to that Jurian Timber Ajax and, and they seem to be sort of like the most sought-after young defenders in the league. And and Van der Ven, I think he's only 22, is he? 22 years old, young Dutch player. I don't know. We, we need young blood in, don't we? And um, we don't seem to be getting linked with anyone, do we, So, No, I, I do have... A, <clears throat> with, with When I looked at Van der Ven, and he's cheaper than Tapsober, who's the, the other one that we... The centre-back oh, that yeah, we've been looked at. Van der Ven has had, like you say, he's one season at Wolfsburg. Now, on the plus side, he played... I think practically every minute and he actually came out of the season looking better than um, I think it's Maxence Lacroix, who he's mm. centre back partner, who everyone wanted this time last year, all, all the big mm. people looking at. So he's come in and, and outshone him. So that's on the plus side. On the negative side for me, I'm not a huge fan and I, I know it's what Tottenham kind of have to do now and, uh, and what they've done quite successfully in the past is sign these players um, ahead of... It, try and get in there, like they've done with Vicario, I think. Try and get in there yeah. a bit quick before he has another season where suddenly he's worth 50, 60 million. Now, obviously, the risk yeah. with that is he's only had one season. Before that, I think he's playing for Volendam in the... Not even sure if they're in the Dutch top league. Um, just if they are, they, they, you know, they would have been a struggling team in, in that league. Um, so that's his experience, which isn't a lot. But from what I've seen of him, he's rapid. I mean, absolutely yeah. rapid. Um, he's he's in the position that we need on that on that left side. And who knows? You know, it's what I've said before. Every 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 transfer is a risk. Um, yeah, I can't I can't kind of get concerned. I would like Pal Torres, and when I've read about thirty five million, that seems an absolute steal if they get him for that. Yeah. We had a buyout of about fifty five, so I don't know what's going on there. Um, but that. I mean, if Villa get that over the line, that's a that's a fantastic piece of business. Yeah. yeah. What's yeah. happening with Longley? Are we are we not pursuing it anymore? Yeah, I think we are. It's in the, it's in the works. Okay, so we're gonna to have to get some goings out. We're gonna to have to get some some out going. So Tanganga will probably go. Sanchez, I think, will definitely go. Sanchez and said then, he wants to go as well. So. Well, okay, so that leaves, and then obviously Tanganga, that's a homegrown spot. I've, no, it's not, isn't because he was he's through our youth. Um. I like Max Kilman at Wolves. I think he's got 18 months or two years left in his deal. I was impressed when he came to the lane. Sorry, the stadium. 
earlier. I think he's good. Uh, he can play left and right hand side, really tall. Um, didn't get didn't get bullied at all. Didn't get really get run off the ball or anything. Kane kept fairly quiet that game. I think he's a good option. Kilman as well. I know probably other teams looking at him at, his, at the same time. Um, but the other guys, I don't I, I don't really know about the guy from Wolfsburg and even less about the guy so well or whatever he's called. I, 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 these are, I'd have to quote unquote Danny Rose that and, and Google it. But um, yeah, yeah I, I think, think I think you know. Go on, go on. That's part of the problem, isn't it? Is that in order to like Sebsa to get these players ahead of when they've actually become an established player, you have to get them after they've had one or two good seasons. Um, essentially, then you, you probably won't have heard of them, especially not centre backs playing in the you know in the German league. And look, we're still in June, and we've signed two players, and, and it looks like we're moving for more fairly quickly. So there's some positive signs. I know, like the uh, the general feeling about the owners of the club and the way we've done our business in the past is quite rightly been. Um, moaned about, but it does seem like they might have sort of woken up finally to sort of getting some stuff done early, which I think is is very important. Um, let's just quickly talk about the coaching staff as well, the, the moves that we made. Um, <laughs> Simon Davis, uh, and then with Chris Davies. We've got quite a few people called Davies at the club now. <laughs> the Welsh are taken over. Exactly. Um, Chris Davies, Simon Davies, uh, Millet Jedinak, the ex-Palace midfielder, um, Matt Wells um, and Rob Birch, the the ex-goalkeeper at Spurs. I don't think he even played in the senior team, did he? He stayed with us until his mid-20s, didn't really have much of a career. But then he came to us and was coaching with us through the youth setup, I think, a little bit. Um, And the same as I think Matt Wells was was at Spurs for the youth setup, but then they've sort of gone and come back. And we've, kept, and we've kept Ryan as well. We've kept, we've kept Mason as well. Yeah, and Mason's decided to stay as well. So, how do you think that's shaping up, Seb? I have to admit, I I don't really know. Um, yeah, I think um, uh, obviously I was quite pleased to see Mason and, and and Wells kept kept on. I think Wells kind of became the de facto number two under Mason last season. Does a lot of the kind of um, tactical setup, um, a lot of the kind of data analysis. Yeah, am I right in thinking he's is he Cliff Jones's Grandson, yeah, yeah, related to him and another player as well. Yeah, right, he's okay. the grandson. Yeah, and he's also related to Scott Nielsen as well. Right. Okay. I, I mean, I, I've always um, quite liked Mason, um, but I, I definitely don't want him leading the uh, um, leading the club. But I, I think he's got some good ideas, um, and I'm not massive on the this kind of thing where people were saying he should go and get a job in League One or League Two or something and then you know, cut his teeth and come back to Spurs. I, I don't actually see him, um, it's certainly in the next probably decade, um, as Tottenham manager. Um, mm. I think it's quite wise that he kind of stays stays where he is in, in and around the club and probably learn a bit more there than having the pressure of um, of leading the team, whether it, whether it was a lower standard or not. Um, so I was mm. quite pleased to see to see him kept on. With regards to the others, obviously I'm aware of Yednak, and that's the um, the kind of Aussie link, if you like, with with Ange um, and Rob Birch coming in as, as goalkeeping coach to oversee Vicario and I imagine uh, Foster. Um, mm. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I know Dave, I know where uh, Chris Davies has been um, in the past, and he seems to to. Been, been quite well thought of, but with regards to what we can expect, I don't know. Do you know if we've kept the um, set-piece coach on? Via, we have. Yeah, I found out today we've kept him on. Right, okay. That's that's good news. Well, it is, yeah. I mean, you're always going to get set-pieces no matter how you play, aren't you? So it's it's uh, good to have somebody working on those. Think, but I mean, the point is... is that... The set-piece coach, sorry to interrupt, Franco, do you think the set-piece coach, once you had 
the set piece coach for a year that you yeah. remember all the set pieces <laughs> and you don't need the set piece coach again. Like just how, how, how necessary is one after you've learned them all? Yeah, well, I guess you get different players, isn't it? So, you know, Madison will probably be on some kind of, he'll be True. on free kick duty for a lot of stuff now, won't he? Yeah, that's, that's I, a good I, I don't know. He might be taking corners as well. I can't remember if he took them for Leicester. So, yeah, there, there's bound to be some movement in personnel and then you have to work on that, don't you? And then you have new defenders and, you know, big units come in that you want to get on the end of it. So, yeah, you're constantly working with the team. But I, I do get your point. Surely you just, <laughs> somebody, Ryan Mason listens in and goes, right, I've learnt those now. But, <laughs> Yeah. Mate, it's not American football. Sixty-four, twenty-four, hurt, 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 and somebody runs a somebody runs a wide receiver line. It's a little bit more complex than just learning, like you know, kind of set pieces. Are you going to say a set piece is less complex than an American football play, Paul? <laughs> no, what I'm saying is that an American football play is a is a set piece, isn't it? Because yeah. you run a set route, don't you? Or your blockers open up running channels for your your running back, and so it's all it's pretty much coordinated. It's it's like you know it's slightly different. But, but I think it was I think it would be similar. Cool. No, you, you'd probably have a few different approaches to how you're going to attack something. But it, it's just different from the fact that we always just used to like when, when Ericsson there. It's just like right, somebody's Dyer is probably going to attack the front post. Dyer, Toby, somebody will attack the near post. Try and get it there every time. That was all we did, wasn't it? Repeat, repeat, repeat. And if it comes off, great. And if it doesn't, you just do another short corner. Um, that doesn't beat the first man. So I think, yeah, we, we at least we've added a, a bit of variety into our set pieces. That's one thing I'll say. The other thing is that these, the, you know, the people that have come in, a lot of them have, have sort of got more um, possession-based ideas and the way they, they play the game um, is, is, is more about it in the and style of football. So it does seem like we're sort of coordinating and getting people that have got similar attitudes to, to how the game is played. Am I right? Be- Am I right in thinking that Ange doesn't normally take his coach. Actually, yeah, I know this because you and I spoke about this on our Patreon chat. Yeah, um, he, he he very rarely takes the same coaches with him, mm. so it's also it's also fresh input and a fresh set of eyes and some fresh ideas at a new job. I mean, that's quite ballsy, no? It's ballsy only because I think the comment I made was that like it's good to have a confidant, somebody that you trust there and that you can you know, discuss things with, but then you just you just have to find new confidants, don't you? So you know, if you're talking to Mason or Wells or whoever. It's um, but yeah, he's he's quite ballsy to to basically get so I'm going to go there and I'm going to bring my ideas and get everyone on side with them. But that's how it should work, I suppose, isn't it? Big Ange getting everyone to do his uh, to, to bend to his will. I like it. I like it as well. Me too. Um, and we're still in the situation. We've we talked about it quite a lot at the end of the season about we've got a lot of players to get rid of. Um, I think Reggie posted something on his Twitter today or his um his Instagram. So he's going to be ready for the season. Uh, Destiny's agent has come out and he's been told that he's going to be firmly involved in the in the team. And there's lots of other players that like we've mentioned, Brian Hill and Don Bele still, Lo Celso, we're hoping is going to move on. But, you know, when we've got this tour coming up to Australia, don't we, Seb? And I'm, I'm guessing that at that point, we'll have a better idea, depending on who goes, about who's going to remain at the club. Yeah, it's going to be very interesting to see who's on that plane. Um, obviously, I think the first game's <clears throat> against West Ham on the 18th of July. I, I don't know quite when they're when they're leaving, but that that gives roughly two weeks of pre-season training in in London. I would imagine um, yeah. Ange to have a proper good look. And yeah, when that when that tour party is an, is announced, and it's going to be interesting to see the players who are left behind. We even had, if you remember last year, I think it was a bit of a surprise to us to see that Reggie wasn't on the on the plane. He he played a bit under Conte at the at the end of the season. Um, and seemingly done all right, and then yeah, he's not on the uh, not on the plane, and and off he goes out. So might be one or two surprises. I don't know. Um, but hopefully, hopefully Harry Kane's on the plane. 
Yeah, I think that's the, that that'll be the big one. <laughs> the thing with Kane as well is because obviously we had that international, we had those pointless international fixtures, and he played in those again. He's going to have another summer where he doesn't really have a lot of rest, does he? I don't know, Paul. What do you think? I feel like he needs like a good month off. He'll be fine. He'll be, he'll be all right. He's got, he's got his own. He's got his own crew now. Completely. He's got his own nutritionist, trainer. He's got a physio. All in his full. He's got like his entourage as well as the the, the club staff that that help him now. So I was looking during the week. He's not had injury now for a good couple of seasons. I think mm. um, yeah, it'll be fine. It, you know, he definitely looks after himself. He's he is the model professional. Um, and but yeah, it would be nice. Obviously, for like just yeah, you know, just going. Go and play some golf, Harry. You know, just just chill out. I don't know. Maybe he's learning German or something like that. He's got, yeah, maybe he's got like, you know, I don't know, he's got his headphones <laughs> in or something. He's, he's learning. He's learning German from like Berlitz or something. But um, no, nah, no. Nah. Kane is Kane is going to be one of these players. He's got. He's a bit like Zlatan. He's going to be playing into his late thirties, early forties, yeah. unless something serious happens. But um, I'm not that concerned. No, I, I just want him playing for us next season. Right. Um, that'll do it for today. Uh, Paul, thanks ever so much for joining as always. Yeah, no dramas. Good good to talk to you again. It's always it's always always a pleasure, never a chore. Yeah. Thanks very much. Seb, cheers for joining as well, mate. No problem. Yeah, good to good to kind of be back and uh, yeah, starting to get starting to get a little bit excited. It's the hope that kills you in it, but yeah, all good. It is indeed. Um, we'll have some more pods coming up. Um, Seb really wants to do a quiz because he loves quizzes. Um, like I said, we're also going to have some uh, other topical uh, pods coming up, so look out for those. And hopefully if we keep making signings, then we can just come on and talk about them instead. Anyway, um, until next time, come on you Spurs. Come on you Spurs. Come on you Spurs. Sports Social Podcast Network. <laughs>